You are listening to the Mentally Strong Choice Mapping Podcast. I am Dr. B, a doctoral prepared psychiatric mental health nurse practitioner with over 20 years of clinical experience. However, my real expertise comes from having experienced unimaginable hardship. As a result, I created Choice Mapping, a cognitive behavioral approach. Listen and learn how Choice Mapping makes you mentally stronger. Hi, I'm Dr. B, psychiatric nurse practitioner, and today I'm gonna be talking about trust in relationships. Um, we all have this idea of basic trust in relationships, right? You know, do I trust this person um, if it's an intimate relationship not to cheat on me? Or if it's a friendship or someone at work, do you trust them with the responsibilities or the vulnerability that you're giving them, right? Um, and sometimes people have a pretty significant issues with being able to trust other people because someone has hurt them. Someone has broken that trust. Um, so, you know, that first step is kind of identifying that, identifying that, you know, that maybe you personally have difficulties trusting people because of, you know, and, and be able to list those things. But we don't want to take what someone else has done to us and put it on the next person that we are trying to have a relationship with. And so being able to identify those things and separate them, organize them, grieve, um, maybe uh, analyze some behaviors and, you know, but not allow it to, to stop you from trusting somebody else. Uh, maybe you're going to be a little more cautious, um, but we need those close relationships. If you, if you follow me, um, you'll see that I, I did a video about the priority of relationships. And um, this is so important that we have people in our lives that we trust. And so um, go back and, and watch that video. It's, it's pretty interesting as well. But you know, learning how to trust in relationships and being in relationships with people who you can trust. So let's um, give an example. You're in an intimate relationship and you're having um, difficulties with trusting that person. Did they actually hurt you? Did that person actually break that trust? Okay. So let's say um, you're in a marriage and somebody cheated Do and you want to work that out. You have to seriously evaluate yourself can I forgive that person? Because if you continue to try to work on a relationship and you can't actually forgive, it's never going to, to be the trusted relationship that, that um, you want. And, you know, of course, that goes both ways. If the person who um, offended you or, or hurt you, um, you know, are they really committed to not doing it again? But even if they are, 100% committed to not doing it again, can you inside yourself release that and truly let it go um, so that you could have a trusting relationship? So that's kind of, when we talk about trust and relationships, that's, we, we kind of use that as a, an example a lot. Um, but it's, it's more than that, right? Every relationship, um, whether it's your best friend, your intimate partner, that person is going to disappoint you at some times. And they may even hurt your feelings. They may do things that hurt you. And um, 
that's that's different than that big kind of breaking trust, right? So how do you work through those normal disappointments and hurt feelings without feeling like it's breaking the trust in the relationship, right? And I, what I see when I'm working with people who um, are having difficulties having those trusted close relationships, it's because there's some attachment issues that they they personally have a difficulty with attachment. Um, and so, you know, you see that on, on different scales, you'll see some that get into a relationship and they kind of enmesh themselves in it, that everything is about that person um, day in and day out. Um, and then that gets exhausting and then it escalates and um, that enmeshment doesn't work long-term, right? A healthy relationship is two individuals that complement each other, that enjoy spending time together, but also complement each other as individuals and really want to see um, each person be successful as an individual. Um, and then that, that relationship is successful, right? So th- that's the ideal utopia, healthy relationship, right? Um, I'm not sure I've truly experienced that. So I'm not saying that that is our absolute expectation, but we should be striving for that, right? So we don't want to have that all or nothing. I'm going to mesh myself in this relationship. And then when they hurt my feelings, I'm done with them. Um, so kind of trying to find that, that healthy balance there, right? Because everybody is going to um, disappoint you at, at some point, right? Um, I remember, you know, growing up in the church, I was, they would always say, um, well, God is the only relationship that will never disappoint you. Um, and now after losing till two children, <laughs> I can tell you that even God uh, will disappoint you, right? And so you have to learn to be able to push through that. Um, but I often see this kind of attachment uh, problem within uh, people that are, are having trouble truly having a healthy relationship. And we have it to the extreme in mental health. It's called reactive attachment disorder. We often see it with kids who are taken from their parents early on in life. They never truly attach to someone in those early years. Erickson calls it, calls it um, trust versus mistrust. And so if they didn't bond during those times, they have a hard time actually attaching to people in the future. Um, that's the extreme. That's the disorder, reactive attachment disorder, right? But I see it in mild forms all over the place, right? Even in myself, my father died in a car accident when I was 10, 10 months old. And um, my mother remarried. I have a stepfather, but not until I was nine years old, right? And so I had a huge gap in my life where I did not have a loving relationship with a man. And I do believe that affects how I attach or how I interact with men, right? And so when I say that trust in relationships goes back to attachment, I'm saying if it's not something big like, you know, being cheated on or look into yourself. What is going on with yourself? Why are you having difficulty attaching and trusting? And evaluate that. So that's where this, uh, where choice mapping comes in. We um, kind of help you uh, kind of map that all out. Where did it come from? We're not going to ruminate on it. You know, my life is was not that bad just because I didn't have a dad, right? There was other really good uh, relationships that I had. So it's not about 
um, going back and ruminating there. It's about going, oh, well, that's why I'm having a little bit of problems with attachment, right? So we do that and then we organize it. You may need to grieve something. I mean, if you were traumatized, especially sexually traumatized by, um, you know, opposite sex or even the same sex, like that is going to affect your ability to trust and attach to people, right? So we have to address that. You have to process that and move forward. Choice mapping is all about moving forward. What's the next step? What can I do to better myself, right? And so when we when we talk about trust in relationships, it's, you know, we always kind of like put it on that person. Can I trust them? And we're evaluating their actions, their behaviors, their mood. Um, and what I'm telling you to do is kind of turn that around. Can you evaluate yourself? I mean, if you are with someone who you cannot trust, then leave. Like, I'm not saying you work on yourself totally and, and that person doesn't uh, change or attempt to be trustworthy. But, you know, when you have someone in your life who wants to be there for you, wants to um, connect with you, and wants you to trust them, and you're having difficulty, you need to turn that around. And you need to, to figure out why am I having trouble trusting and attaching to someone else. It's so much easier to just trust yourself. And even, you know, this is, I kind of do this. Like I, I trust myself more than others and then I beat myself up when I make mistakes, right? But I still make mistakes. So we all make mistakes, including the person that you're trying to trust. Um, but again, back to that uh, trust, um, relationships are a priority. We need people in our lives that we trust. And so working on your own attachment issues is going to help you to have those trusting relationships. One of the things that we're gonna start doing is um, called Stronger Together. And we, um, we do choice mapping in the clinic. People come in, we map things out, we help them organize. Um, we, we do it under the auspices of therapy. However, I'm trying to empower you to be able to do it yourself, that you don't need a therapist long-term. Like you can learn to do this and um, be empowered to help yourself. Um, but what happens a lot of times in friendships, intimate relationships, even when my daughters call me with problems, right? They, um, you, they start to tell you their problems and especially if you have no mental health background, you don't know what to say. Like they'll tell you, um, you know, this is going on and this is going on and you, you don't necessarily want to give too much advice. You may give a little bit of advice, but you don't know what to do with the feelings that they're bringing to you. And if you both knew choice mapping, you could use that language. You could map things out together and go, oh, ha. I mean, a lot of times I do have to still get out a piece of paper and map because just there's something about writing it for me. But a lot of times when I'm talking to my sister, we could like ha be having this conversation and be mapping it out. Um, and, and it's so much more helpful because we're on the same page. We're, we're working in that same formula for um, improvement, right? And um, I know oftentimes people don't know what to do when someone comes to them with their feelings. And listening is a great tool, 
but sometimes listening is not enough. And so we are encouraging people that we are stronger together and stronger together means that we are both kind of speaking that same language about our mental health uh, concerns and about our emotions. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information about choice mapping, visit our website, www.mentallystrong.com. And remember, choice mapping makes you mentally stronger.